What should you expect on day one of your apprenticeship? So it's kind of a hard thing to answer. I mean, generally when you start your apprenticeship, you're gonna be doing very easy things, but the reason it's difficult to answer is because there's so many different kinds of electrical companies. And so depending on the type of work they do, might put you into different kind of tasks. But what you can expect first and foremost is to be given things that are mundane, probably given things that you think are not important and you have to be okay with this. So you might be working for like a large high rise and you get in and you're told to like sweep and clean up and organize materials. And that may be like, oh God, I don't wanna do this. But just understand there's reasoning behind it. Help is needed to do things, right? And the more trained people have to keep jobs going and they have to keep multiple other people working. And so they have to sometimes just stick you doing something that's helpful, but it's not directly impactful to a job site. So again, just you're an apprentice. You're really, you're not there to learn to be the next journeyman. You're there to help. That's why we call apprentices helpers. We need help. We need somebody to go sweep the thing up. We need somebody to go run this up to like the 10th floor and give it to so-and-so journeyman. We need you to, to like go run all the trash down, you know, like it sucks. And I get that. And that's not every apprenticeship. I'm just saying that you may end up doing just kind of stupid work for a little while. And that has to be okay. Another thing that you might be doing is just organizing materials. A really uh, common thing that a lot of journeymen will do is to get their apprentices to even know what materials are, is they will get them to start organizing things, organizing their truck, trying to go find things that look like other things because they don't have enough of them, right? You might have a toolbox out on the truck and you notice there's a whole bunch of bins inside it of like red wire nuts and green wire nuts and all kinds of little colored flippy doodads and you don't know what any of them are. So when they ask you like, hey, go get a thing of stackers, you're like, stackers. Go get the Lego things. What are the Lego things? <laughs> go get a, 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 a steamboat clip. Go get an F clip. I don't know what that is, right? So you're gonna, you're gonna have to like overcome that by just hearing words a lot. And the best way to do that is to make you have to go be the runner and go get things. But a good time to do this is usually in the mornings when you get to the shop. You might have somebody be like, hey, I need you to go in my truck, look at the little red things. I need you to go into the shop and get more of those little red things. It's called a wire nut. Make sure that I've got all of the colors and that my bins are full and I'm not missing anything. So it may just be your job to like run back and forth and get stuff. This is very common. When you're on job sites, it might be the same. When you get to an actual job site, instead of being at the shop in the morning, right? We usually get to the shop, figure out what we're doing, go to a job site. Once you get to the job site, it might be the same thing. You might have a journeyman that's just like, all you're gonna do is follow me around. There's nothing that you can do because you don't know what you're doing and I don't want you screwing anything up. So you're just gonna stay by my heel throughout the day. And I'm gonna explain what I'm doing so that you get used to hearing words like, like conductor and neutral and ground, equipment grounding conductor, you know, like all this stuff. You're not gonna know what any of this stuff is. So um, you might just be shadowing somebody and, and sticking with them. So like when they take a receptacle out of a wall and you're just sitting there, they're going to probably explain like, okay, this black one does this, this white one does this. I'm going to take a multimeter out. You know, a good journeyman is going to be explaining what they're doing to a new apprentice. Now, 
not everybody's going to train this way. There may be somebody that hates training and doesn't want you on their truck. And for that, I'm sorry. You just got to push through it. Don't quit because you don't like it, because it's uncomfortable. You're going to work with somebody else eventually. You just kind of got to get through this like rough weirdness of being the new guy that's useless. You'll be not so useless as things progress. One thing I recommend doing, probably not on day one, is trying to jump in and, and like ask to do things. Day one, since you don't know what you're doing, maybe even just say at the beginning of the day, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I would like to do something. I don't want to just be the person standing around doing nothing. So as much as you're willing to teach me today, please let me jump in and show me how to do stuff. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to get my hands on stuff. And if you don't feel comfortable with that, that's fine. I'll just walk around and do whatever you tell me. But I would love to actually like put my hands on something. So when I teach, I'm a little bit different. My apprentices, day one, you are wearing tools. You're doing the thing. I'm telling you how to do this thing. And usually I will show. I always show and tell. It's like, all right, we're going to take this receptacle, right? We're going to take it out of the wall. We're going to do this with this color thing. Don't fuck this up. This is a silver thing. You put the white on the silver thing. You got the gold things. You put the black on the gold thing. You got a bare wire. The bear goes on the green thing. And then you push it back in here. <laughs> right? Like That's what I do. And I'm like, all right, now your turn. And then I sit there and I'm like, all right, show me what I just showed you. And they do it and I'm like, nah, you're doing it all wrong. That's not what I fucking said to do. All right, keep going. Oh, nope, that's not what I said to do too. Okay, you don't know how to use the strippers. Here's how you're going to use the strippers. <laughs> you know, it's like an interactive thing. But once you get the first one, then I'm going to step back and be like, all right, try another one. All right, you did that. Cool. I'm going to walk away and keep working. I'm going to go do this over here. I want you to do every single one of these. But before you put them in the wall, I want you to holler at me. Come get me so I can come and inspect it because you're not allowed to put anything in walls yet because you're gonna screw it up. So they will, they'll put like, you know, one or two or whatever they can, they'll holler at me, come over, I look at everything, be like, no, it's still wrong, you need to do this. It's okay, you're gonna get so many things wrong so often. For years, every day for years, you're gonna be kind of dealing with this like, God, I can't do anything right. Oh, I do terrible work. Oh, they do great work and my stuff's terrible. Oh, they're so fast and I'm so slow. You're learning. It's what it's all about. You just have to, eventually you're not gonna suck, but you gotta suck for a little while and you gotta be okay with that. Have that, like find that inside of yourself to be okay being a student and being terrible at something. But eventually we're gonna get to the point where, you know, I'm like, all right, I feel comfortable that you can do this without like continually screwing it up. So go ahead and do all the rest of this room. Make sure that you put everything back, everything straight, neat, clean up as you go. Don't leave messes all over, right? Like I, there's so many things that I have to train in over such a long period that day one is not the day to train all of it in. You know, day one's like kind of like essential for you to just, we're trying to figure out if you're gonna even work, you know, if you're just a lazy piece of shit that sits around all day and like on your phone and doesn't ever jump in and volunteer for things, is constantly, you know, like trying to hide and be lazy or are you the person that's like, give me the shovel, let me dig, you shouldn't have to dig, let me, I want the experience, like let me figure it out, boom, boom, okay, we're putting plugs in, hey, let me, I've got tools, let me, you know, teach me how to do this and I'd love to do it all so you don't have to do it. You know, if you're like that kind of a person, you're definitely gonna 
work out. But if you're the lazy person that just sits around and lets everybody else do everything, and you sit there and like man the broom and man your phone and man the just being fucking lazy, you're not gonna work out. That like work ethic is currency in this trade. And uh, the more work ethic that you have, the better work ethic that you have consistently, um, the more wealth you're gonna have in this trade in all trades specifically. Um, so that's pretty much it. Like you're going to be a runner. Uh, if you're doing, if you're working for like a small mom and pop shop, that's like new construction, you're probably going to be wearing your tools day one. And somebody's going to say, Hey, I want you to like, just go around and you're not going to run any wire yet. We got wire in like all of these boxes. And I just want you to twist these wires together like this and then come and get me. And then when you do it right, you're gonna twist these wires this way on 300 of these throughout the day because you need repetition to build your skill. You need to get to the point where your hands are doing things while you're like talking and your hands don't even realize, you don't realize that your hands are doing things, your hands don't realize that you're not even paying attention, just muscle memory kind of stuff. So you need to be able to get, you know, receptacles, muscle memory, you need to understand how to make joints, muscle memory, how to twist wires, Wire nuts, the you know clockwise, not counterclockwise kind of stuff. So, um, doing kind of repetitive tasks over and over and over—that's going to be your thing. You're probably going to end up crawling in attics and running wire because the other guys have been doing this for so long. They've been in so many attics and they don't want to be in attics anymore. And that's just you, your bottom man or bottom woman. That, you know, like you're the you're the one at the bottom of the the company so it's your job to go be the attic rat it's your job to go climb under houses um, if you have a big fear of climbing ladders you'll learn to get over that because we work on ladders every single day many of them very tall ones very short ones step ladders four foot ladders six eight ten twelve fourteen sixteen foot a frames twenty foot a frames we get on scissor lifts we get on boom lifts we get on all kinds of crazy stuff so if you have a fear of heights this is the perfect opportunity to squash that and to like face your fears and get over it. <laughs> I was the same way. I still to this day, if there's like a 44 foot extension ladder up on a building, I'm still going up that thing like, God damn, I hate life. I hate life. I hate life. You know, but like I do it anyways. I'm not going to just be a wuss about it. Like I'm going to face it and get the job done um, safely. You know, going to make sure I'm doing it safely. But if everything is safe and you're still scared, that's the part you need to get over. Um, toughen up a little bit. That's another thing I want to speak on too. So a lot of younger lads and ladies are coming into this trade and there's a huge gap between the old school, older guys, 50s, 60s, you know, like retiring. They were born in maybe the, the 60s era, 50s, 60s, 70s kind of like era. There's this old school way of being and understanding that these are your bosses. So you, to make them happy, you have to act in a way that makes them happy and understanding their old school, what they value is work ethic. They, they value somebody putting hard work in. They don't, they disrespect and will not keep you around if you're not a hard worker. They're looking to weed people out. They're looking for somebody that's just, weak that doesn't have like the processing power in their brain to think like, okay, I should be doing something at all times because I'm being paid every second I'm here. So if I'm just sitting around not doing anything, I'm wasting money and they're not going to want me here anymore, right? Like they're, they're looking for people that understand what work ethic is 
and the, the the generation that's coming up right now has a very difficult time with that because they weren't raised by those people. I was raised by those people, so I understand that. And I'm kind of in this middle where I understand the younger generations that are coming in because my kids like that age, and I'm you know I'm young as it is. I'm still in my 30s, so like I'm I'm in between these two generations, and it gives me kind of a unique perspective to be able to see and understand what these guys are all about, and to see and understand what all of these guys are about too and i respect both of them but they are both almost diametrically opposed you know like on this side most of them will have like lived on screens their entire lives and so there's this whole like screen time oh get off screens you're wasting your life which they're not that's their whole culture they like their their civilization is a screen civilization that's all they've ever known since they were born they've been in front of screens on screen screens everywhere learning in classrooms on computers in classrooms every one of them are like covid going like doing school at home on screens like being on their phone to communicate and hang out with friends on their phones rather than you know like us going and riding bikes together outside like it's just different the generations are different and so this generation disrespects this generation because it's like well, you guys are just on screens all the time well you don't understand that that's their culture and then they're like, you guys, like, stop telling me to go outside and play with a stick. <laughs> like we, you know, like, I'm not going to go outside and play with a stick. They don't, they don't respect it because they don't understand it. So uh, there's this kind of, like, common ground that needs to be had where if you're young and you're part of the screen generation and you're part of, like, not really ever having to work very hard, you need to understand that what you're getting into is a place where working really hard is the only way you're gonna last and is the only way to be respected. And so to take your phone and leave it in the truck and go to work and just work and know like I am here to do this. I'm not getting paid to be on my phone. I'll probably actually get fired if I'm on my phone. Just put it away and work and be at work and be fully present in what you're doing, fully focused on what's in front of you. If you have your phone on you and the thing's constantly dinging and you keep grabbing it, you're gonna piss these people off. I guarantee you will, even me, even like middle-aged me that understands and has my phone on me all the time. It's a little bit different though, because I'm running crews. So like once you're running crews, you have to have a phone on you because the boss is constantly doing stuff or you're ordering materials, you're looking up plans, you're trying to find part numbers. That's different for you. A lot of y'all younger people, this getting off the phone, staying off the phone and working hard thing is going to be really hard for you to overcome. And it's probably going to be the, the one thing that there's contention with other people with you with. So if you can overcome that single thing, leave your phone in the truck if you have to. If you can hear your phone dinging, but not grab it all the time and be looking at it and pulling it up. It, dude, it's just going to irritate so many people. It's going to, there's almost this worth that is placed on people based off of the number of times anyone looks at them and there is a phone in their hands. Now, again, if you're a job lead, people are going to see you on the phone all the time because you're just going to be on the phone all the time. You, you like you have a million reasons why you're actually being paid to be on your phone, but you're not sitting there on Facebook, sitting on Instagram, comment on posts as a job lead. You're like doing things. You're like you like math calculations, trying to figure out, you know, like it's different because you're using your phone as a work tool. 
this whole using the phone, I promise, I promise, I promise, if you're a younger person coming up, this is going to be an issue and it might make or break whether or not you stick around. So just keep that in mind that it's not even about your culture and you understanding that it's okay to be on your phone. It's an older culture that is paying you, that's giving you a job that literally has a visceral feeling inside of themselves where like heat boils up and they want to throw a hammer at you when they see your phone in your hand. <laughs> now, during break time, during lunch time, that's different. But when you are being paid to be there and they just came up to you and said, hey, I want you to put these 10 plugs in here. And then they walk away and they just see you on your phone. That's what I'm talking about. He said, put plugs in, put plugs in. That's it. Don't be on your phone. If you got to make a phone call, it's probably a good idea to just be like, yo man, uh, I got to take, I got to make a call. Like. People are understanding. What we're not understanding of is the unnecessary distraction. If you're being distracted and it's just dumb stuff, like your buddies are sending you stupid stuff on, on TikTok and you wanna see what their message is, that's not a good justification. It's not a good enough reason to be on your phone. If your dad or your grandpa's like going through surgery, keep your phone on you. Like you gotta know what's going on. You know, like you might have to go to the hospital, stuff like that. Of course, dude, we're all understanding, but like communicate that with people. On one day where you come in, just tell your journey. Like, dude, I'm going through some crazy stuff. Probably gonna be on my phone today because I gotta be checking messages and stuff like that. And they'll be like, dude, okay, thank you for telling me, cool. But if like all the other days, you're not doing that, like that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking for people that understand and get what work ethic is and that you're there being paid every second you're there. So every second that you're there, you need to be working. So I know, I hate, I hate having that conversation, right? My kid's about to turn 18. And I don't even like bother with him with his like screen time. I just get it. I understand the culture. And uh, all I'm saying is that there is respect and understand the culture that hired you. That's pretty much it. Get to figure out your bosses, the people that you work around, because not everybody's gonna be like that either. There's gonna be some people that just don't care. They're like, whatever, dude. <laughs> Jump on Instagram and show me some videos of like electrician, you know? There's people that aren't gonna care. But by and large, the biggest problem that I hear about from people my age and older, the bosses, the people doing the hiring, is that there's not a hard enough work ethic for these young kids coming up. They just don't understand what hard work is. They're, most of them are lazy and they won't show up and they've got shit attitudes. And the other thing is that they're on their phones nonstop. If those, those are the two things that if you really wanna like excel and impress the people around you, cut those two things out and they'll be like, whoa, you're one of us. You're not one of them. <laughs> you know, you're not like one of the millennial or Gen Z, I don't know what any of those things are, but you're not, you know, it's like already, you're being respected because you've taken the time to understand what it means to be respected and to like show respect. And if you can do that, you're gonna stay and you're gonna work out just fine. Anyways, enough ranting at you. Love you crazy people. I'll see you in the next one.